This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, some good news about delivery times at the Postal Service finally improving. There's a new way for vendors to connect with the Air Force and Space Force. And agencies could have some extra cyber defense mechanisms in place by the end of the year. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The USPS says it started the fourth quarter of the fiscal year with strong on-time delivery. The agency reports delivering more than 90% of first-class mail on time for the first week of July. That's a more than 3% increase compared to how it began the third quarter of this fiscal year. Under its 10-year plan, USPS is looking to reach a goal of 95% on-time delivery, but it will achieve that goal in part by relaxing service standards for nearly 40% of first-class mail. More good news. The Department of Housing and Urban Development's procurement shop successfully navigated the pandemic, awarding contracts and modifying agreements with contractors to let them continue to work remotely. A new report from the HUD Inspector General found during a limited review of contracts, the acquisition office was telework-ready and could perform and review procurement activities through its online systems, which minimized challenges. HUD also minimized the danger of working in the office for contractors, and the changes resulted in little or no disruption or cost increases. A new set of grades is out measuring how agencies forecast procurement needs. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. The U.S. Agency for International Development received the first ever perfect score for meeting all 15 attributes of its successful business forecast to industry. The Professional Services Council released its third annual scorecard, where USAID was one of 15 agencies receiving high marks. Meanwhile, nine agencies, including the Defense Logistics Agency, received poor marks for their communication efforts. PSC reviewed the procurement forecasts of 69 agencies and found some progress, but several documents remained incomplete, inconsistent, or included out-of-date information. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Defense Department is interested in deep space communications for offensive and defensive purposes. The Pentagon recently awarded a small contract to the Reyes Space Activity to create a spacecraft that will act as quickly repositioning space antenna. Dubbed Scorpius, the satellite could help DOD as it begins thinking about putting objects past the moon and even further into space. A new website will connect the Air Force and Space Force with potential industry partners to bring in more innovation. The Air Force Research Laboratory built the Air and Space Force Tech Connect website to provide innovators with access to events, opportunities, and feedback. Industry partners can use the site to submit ideas and technology to subject matter experts in the services. The initiative is part of the Air Force's Science and Technology 2030 strategy, which lays out a plan for upgrading Air Force and Space Force technologies and research management. The Defense Department is reaching out to the public to hear concerns about forever chemicals that have detrimental effects. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. The Pentagon held its first ever online forum on PFAS chemicals and what will be a series of engagements to better communication and transparency around cleanup efforts. The chemicals are used to put out aircraft fires, but have been shown to infiltrate into drinking water and have carcinogenic effects. The Defense Department says it's reaching the 20% mark in conducting assessments of PFAS use on bases. There are nearly 700 locations that potentially use the chemicals. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. A bill in Congress would set up a consortium to help the Department of Homeland Security address cybersecurity risks and incidents. 
The Senate passed the National Cybersecurity Preparedness Consortium Act, which would assemble a group of nonprofit entities and academic institutions to provide DHS with technical assistance for cybersecurity capabilities. Members of the consortium would span different geographic regions and would work with DHS to train state and local governments on cybersecurity prevention and incident response. Texas Senator John Cornyn introduced the legislation, which has no companion bill in the House. Agencies could have some important cyber defenses in place by the end of the year. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more. The federal government could have multi-factor authentication and encryption technologies fully deployed across its networks within six months. That's according to a senior Biden administration official speaking with reporters over the weekend. The administration has pushed for federal cybersecurity improvements after taking over in the immediate wake of the SolarWinds breach. Agencies are also prioritizing endpoint security, improved logging practices, cloud migration, and upgrading security operations centers. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Department of Energy is handing out $28 million to develop software that will run on some of the world's fastest computers. The funding will support five research projects developing advanced software for DOE supercomputers. The awards were made through the department's scientific discovery through advanced computing program. DOE says the projects will help advance quantum information sciences and investigate chemical reactions for clean energy applications. Many agencies are embracing more telework, but those arrangements spark new questions about old workforce policies. We get more from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Office of Personnel Management says it's fielding questions about locality pay and travel costs as agencies consider new remote work arrangements. They're considering, for example, whether current travel guidance is a disincentive for agencies who want to offer full-time telework but have their employees occasionally travel to the office. Agencies had until yesterday to submit new re-entry and workforce plans to the Office of Management and Budget for review. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Coast Guard is likely using inaccurate telework data to make decisions about its workforce and IT investments. It expanded telework opportunities for more employees during the pandemic, like most agencies, but it relies on employees to self-report their telework statuses. The Government Accountability Office says this data is unreliable, and it's unclear whether the agency is auditing employee telework agreements. The Coast Guard did manage to vaccinate nearly two-thirds of its personnel during a four-month period earlier this year. And a key Republican negotiator says a plan to beef up the IRS's enforcement operations is off the table for a trillion-dollar infrastructure plan. Here's Federal News Network's Story Heckman. The Biden administration proposed giving the IRS up to $80 billion over the next 10 years to shrink a widening tax gap between what taxpayers owe and what the agency collects. But Senator Rob Portman tells CNN that provision is no longer part of the bipartisan package. In terms of IRS reform or IRS tax gap, which is what was in the original mm -hmm. proposal, that will no longer be in our proposal. Portman says Senate Democrats will still pursue IRS funding as part of a separate $3.5 trillion spending package that doesn't have Republican support. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 
Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.